Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Leaders Lounge, another episode. I hope everyone had a fantastic uh, last few days. This will probably be heard around the 4th of July. So uh, a few days afterwards is where when I am recording this. So hopefully within the week of July 4th, you are listening and I am here to wish that or hope that you had a great uh, Independence Day celebration. Now, on Independence Day, I was walking with a pastor friend of mine, and he and I often go back and forth on uh, sharing information that strengthens each other. We sharpen each other's saw, I would say. And when we were talking during our walk, I said the statement And it wasn't about him, but it was about the topic in general that we were discussing. And I said, what one does speaks so loudly, one cannot hear what that person says. And it wasn't the intention for that to be my next podcast. But when he said it and he said, oh, that should be, is that going to be your next podcast? I said, you know what? It probably is. Let's go ahead and make that the next podcast because it is important for leaders to understand the role that behavior plays in trust and credibility. And trust and credibility become the backbone for building the relationship part of the uh, the team dynamic between leader and the individuals in their stead. So I'm gonna spend a few moments talking about this. And in fact, I remember now why we were talking about it. I talked about my book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. And the reason that I named it the Languages of Intentional Leadership is because language is akin to behavior. And in the book, I speak about the behaviors that a leader must demonstrate. And those behaviors speak louder than anything the person could say about their care and concern, the sacrificial care and concern that they may have for their team. So before I even get into that, let me go ahead and let you know that if you're interested in getting Unpacking Agape, and I highly recommend it for any group of leaders and not just because I wrote it, but because it's an amazing book to help you understand the framework between what I juxtapose as the person operating as as an individual contributor versus the person who is operating as an intentional leader and one who is operating even further 
with agape leadership as their cornerstone. So unpacking agape, the seven languages of intentional leadership can be uh, bought at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape, A-G-A, P as in Peter, E. So that's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. So please make sure that you go and pick that book up. Now let's get into this statement that I made. What you do speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. And so what I said to the pastor was, if I tell you I love you, but I don't demonstrate that by my behavior, should you believe me? And like he said, no, you shouldn't, because I can tell you every day, I love you, I love you, I love you. And those words sound good, but if those words are not uh, paired with behavior that demonstrates that you love me, for instance, um, caring for me if I'm not feeling well or checking on me to make sure I'm okay or um, not letting me get hit by a car. I mean, and that's kind of a low level thing because you just do that uh, out of human kindness. Uh, but uh, it could be, I'm, I'm a woman. And so I appreciate when men open the door for me, that's a demonstration of love or, or helping me in a particular location because, uh, and when I say helping me, like maybe holding my hand or making sure I don't uh, trip over something, that's another demonstration of love. It's making sure that I made it to a particular place safely. So those are all things from an arrows type of love uh, that demonstrate the behaviors that support the words, I love you. When we're talking about in a business standpoint, or when we're talking about the team dynamic, and particularly as leaders, I want leaders to operate from an agape standpoint of leadership, love leadership, which is the sacrificial, selfless care and concern for others, there are behaviors that are at play for those leaders that demonstrate that one loves their team members. And again, we're talking about the agape type of love, which is the selfless, sacrificial care and concern for others. So I'm just going to, as I'm talking, I'm going to um, turn to a couple of the pages of my book, which are going to share with you a few of the behaviors that speak so loudly. If they're not demonstrated, that the person cannot hear what you say. So if you say, hey guys, I care for you all on the team, or I really am interested in your success, but you don't do a couple of these things, then what you're doing is speaking so loudly that they cannot hear what you say. So I'll just take a couple of them again from my book. And my book, again, is World is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. And it can be accessed at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape, A-G-A-P-E. So I'm going to take one that I don't take often but it is so important. It is carrier of ethics. 
So one of the languages of intention of uh, agape leadership from my book, Unpacking Agape, is a carrier of ethics. Leaders, and we're talking again also about this thing called trust and credibility, right? So if a leader is telling the team and sharing the policies and practices about um, no stealing and uh, making sure that you're managing your timesheet accurately, if in fact you're you have uh, non-salary workers, or um, making sure that the communication between other team members is integral, and making sure that if you say you're going to deliver something, you deliver that or not, or you provide an update. Those are all measures of integrity and your ethics. And if you are preaching that to the team, but you are not in turn behaving in that manner. So for instance, you say, hey, you know what, Johnny, if I send you an email and I ask for communication by a certain date, I'd like for you to communicate in that time or else I can't trust that you are, uh, I can't trust you essentially because you're not uh, holding your word if you say you're going to communicate back with me by a certain time period. I hope I said that right as you play that back. Uh, but essentially what I'm saying is if Johnny says, hey, boss, I'll get back to you by, this is, uh, for instance, this is July 7th. I'll get back to you by July 10th. The 10th comes and goes. You don't hear anything from Johnny. And Johnny doesn't get back to you with an update on why he has not communicated with you. One time you may think it's a mistake. The second time you say, okay, this person is not efficient. By the third time you're like, this person is not integral. This person is not a carrier of ethics. I cannot trust them, right? The same thing applies for leaders. You cannot ask of a team member what you are not willing and able to deliver yourself. So if you tell your team member, hey, I'm going to get back to you by the end of this week with, with end of this week, meaning Friday, with the information that you are asking of me and Friday comes and goes and you don't say anything to them. Again, on your end, one time they may say it's a mistake. Second time they may say, oh, this person may have some time management deficiencies. But third time they're like, you're just not a carrier of ethics and your trust begins, the trust and credibility begin to erode. So you have to, again, ask of your team what you are willing and able to deliver yourself. That is one of the behaviors of selfless sacrificial leadership. And it's not okay to say, well, I got busy or, well, I just didn't have an answer, so I didn't say anything. No, that's not good. That's not good. The other thing is, it's not good for you to take off the top or um, not manage your uh, expense reports in an integrous way if, in fact, you're working in an organization. You have got to be an ethical person when handling your financial matters as well. You can't and I've seen this happen where leaders will uh, double down on team members for things that they are doing themselves that are not integral or integrous. I hope I said that correctly. So if you're not doing it and you're looking at them and you're saying you need to do it, or if it's like you, if it's also where you're saying, you know what, guys, you all need to be on time for these meetings. And then they're looking up and for every meeting, you're running five minutes late. 
you're not a carrier of ethics. So how can we trust you when what you're doing is speaking so loudly, they cannot hear what you say. So that's one thing that you have to do when you are operating as an intentional leadership with agape leadership. And again, you can get the book at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. The next one that I want to bring out in this conversation is caretaker of temperance, a caretaker of temperance. So when you, it's like a, it's like a parent who says to a, their child, don't yell at me. And they're at the top of their lungs. What are you thinking? You're going off, but you are telling them not to go off on you. Where is the problem here? The problem, again, is with your trust and credibility because the child is going to look at you like, how are you telling me to not yell? And you're yelling at the top of your lungs, right? So when you're thinking about what you do speaking so loudly that they can't hear what you say, oftentimes in school settings and even in a work setting, what you see demonstrated by people are often behaviors that they have seen demonstrated by others. And it could happen in the home or it could happen um, in another environment with someone who they consider to be a leader. How we handle concerns is often in line with how we've seen other people handle concerns. So as a caretaker of temperance, I'm going to just read something here. When the ship gets unsteady, a leader's job is to steady it. And this is from my book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. When the leader is unnerved and lacks restraint, it is difficult to create solutions that produce the best outcomes. Temperance or moderation in action and feelings happens when one looks at a situation or circumstance and chooses response over reaction. Reaction is typically quick in nature. Things that happen quickly rarely land in a moderate place. They tend to either take us to an extremely high place or to an exceptionally low place. Leaders who react instead of responding typically land at one of those poles. Response happens in more of a slow cook process. The event takes place. The circumstances are processed. A decision is made. This does not have to happen over a prolonged period, but it does happen through a series of moments in the brain. This is where one's emotional quotient score is derived. EQ or emotional quotient, as Daniel Goleman, the chief architect of EQ puts it, is the sine qua non of leadership. It is that essential thing. So leaders have to operate with a high degree of emotional intelligence. And part of that is that ability to self-regulate. If a leader is one who flies off the handle, and when I say fly off the handle, it means that you are reacting over responding 
and you could yell, you could make a quick decision to fire someone, or you could uh, make a, a rash decision that's not in the best interest of the organization because of your feelings over facts, then you are not being a caretaker of temperance. And when you hold your team accountable for not operating in a rash way or not um, yelling at other team members or not cursing at other team members, you have got to be the leader of that or else, again, what you do can speak so loudly they cannot hear what you say. I'll just even go back quickly to my um, to when I was growing up, and uh, my mom would sometimes not be a caretaker of temperance, and then she would tell me, "Don't cry or don't get upset," and I'm thinking, "You're upset." but I can't be upset. There is a disconnect here, right? <laughs> so um, I love my mom, still love my mom, but uh, yeah, there, there was something off there because I'm looking at her not self-regulating, but she's requiring that I self-regulate. What she's doing is speaking so loudly I couldn't hear what she was saying. So it's the same thing as leaders. We have got to operate in a manner that is in line with what we want to see from our team members. So those are the two that I want to focus on today. But in the book, there are seven languages of intentional leadership. We just covered two. Um, you want to get the book so that you can see the rest of them. And then check for yourselves if you are operating in this manner, because if you are, then you are demonstrating the behaviors of being a servant leader. And what you're doing is not behaving in a manner that does not build trust and credibility. And they can hear what you say because your behaviors are in alignment with what you do. And that's what you want as you are leading yourselves and leading others. So I'm glad that I took this as a topic today because it is important. And again, I want you all to tap into the seven languages of intentional leadership. Since I'm looking at the page, I will go ahead and just run through them right quickly. And then you can get the book and read more to find out what the behaviors, the specific uh, actions are that demonstrate or don't demonstrate these behaviors. So the seven are ambassador of forgiveness, carrier of ethics, team leader of tenacity, caretaker of temperance, steward of the ship, relentless visionary, and not beyond approach. So you definitely want to get this book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership, at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Read in detail about these seven languages 
And then ask yourself if you are operating in a way where your behaviors are or are not speaking so loudly that they can or cannot hear what you say. The World Class Training Institute comes to you every week to help strengthen you as a leader. It is your soft place to land where you can just have an uh, exhale and um, relax into the ideas that are going to make and keep you a great leader. I also want to let you know that we have a dynamic program coming up for anyone who has presentation skills needs, presentation skills development needs. It is called the Speak Easy Summit. It is happening in Nashville, Tennessee at a beautiful location, Collective 615 at 3820 Charlotte Avenue from September the 19th through the 20th. September the 19th through the 20th, you want to make sure that you register for the Speak Easy Summit. The Speak Easy Summit, it is happening September the 19th and 20th at Collective 615 in Nashville, Tennessee. It is just $698, which covers both days of fantastic learning and strengthening because presentation skills is a competency that must be consistently honed and you want to be a part of this program. So I will also um, share this over the next several weeks and check out my LinkedIn at Dawn Marie Morris or World Class the World Class Training Institute, as well as on Instagram and Facebook, the World Class Training Institute to see uh, different promotions leading up to that and different things that we are going to be discussing at this summit. But you do not want to miss it. You want to make sure that you're a part of it. And because it is a business competency, most companies are going to um, approve this as a professional development expense. So it's not even something individually that will come out of pocket. So again, make sure that you're a part of the Speak Easy Summit happening September the 19th and 20th in Nashville, Tennessee at Collective 615. Until next time, remember when you're better, we're absolutely better. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Leaders Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember, when you're better, we're better. Take care.